0: You're listening to a message from Maranatha Church of Jacksonville. For more information, please visit our website, maranathajacks.com. Hello, Maranatha Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Kevin. We are in week five of our Acts series for this summer. And today we want to look at Acts 9 and talk about Saul's encounter. This past Sunday, Pastor Brian did a great job at speaking about Saul and a little bit about Peter in Acts 9 and talking about his encounter. And um, so go and listen to that. Uh, But I want to share a little more thoughts about Saul. And we know Saul, also known as Paul, in the New Testament. And in Acts 9, this is his encounter with Jesus, his transformation. And so uh, Pastor Brian shared this story already, but I wanted to just point out that When Saul had this encounter, this experience that um, before he met Jesus, he was a murderer and he was killing Christians. But now Jesus met him on the road to Damascus and transformed his life. And there was this initial encounter that we see in Acts 9. And also later on, we see a little bit about how uh, Saul afterwards, he went and tried to meet with the disciples and kind of team up with them and they were kind of questioning, wait a second, this is the guy that was murdering us. Is this a trick? But we see more about Saul or I'm going to call him Paul uh, because that's what we know of uh, him as Paul. Um, we, we see more of Paul's testimony, his life in Galatians, We see him talk about his testimony a little more, and throughout the New Testament, because Paul writes most of the New Testament. We see his uh, testimony more throughout those uh, scriptures. But here in Galatians 1, he really gives a lot of detail about what exactly um, happened or what he did afterwards. And so I want to read Galatians one thirteen. It says, Uh, for you have heard about my former way of life in Judaism. I intensely persecuted God's church and tried to destroy it. I advanced in Judaism beyond many contemporaries among my people because I was extremely zealous for the traditions of my ancestors. But when God, who from my mother's womb set me apart and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me, talking about this encounter he had uh, on the road to Damascus, "...so that I could preach him among the Gentiles. I I did not immediately consult with anyone. I did not go up to Jerusalem to those who had become apostles before me. Instead, I went to Arabia and came back to Damascus." And then verse 18 of Galatians 1, he says, "...then after three years I did go up to Jerusalem to get to know Peter and stayed with him for 15 days and to see the other apostles." So we see a little information there that's interesting that he went there and stayed for three years. And later in Galatians, he talks about how he was actually pretty unknown to the community after that, where uh, he spent a lot of time in quiet. I want to believe it was kind of this quiet reflection of him desiring more and seeking more of who Jesus is because he spent so much time in his life Studying the scriptures in uh, the Hebrew scriptures, the Old Testament, he knew those things. He's talking about Judaism. That's what that's what it is. The the Old Testament, the scriptures there, and he studied all that. And then he had to get kind of uh, reshaped by Jesus, and uh, seeing Jesus throughout the the Hebrew scriptures, and he and he and he saw and he reflect back on all that. And and Pastor Brian mentioned that on Sunday, and so he spent these years in reflection, thinking about uh this encounter he had in desiring more. And so I'm wondering for us if you've had an encounter with Jesus, maybe it wasn't as uh, dramatic as the one that Saul had here where he got, you know, blinded by the light and uh he had scales on his eyes. Um but maybe you've had other types of experience that are, you know, personal to you that you've had with Jesus. Um, And so for me, I had an encounter, many encounters, but there's one specific moment I remember as a teenager. And this is what really drives me as a youth pastor, was this moment that I had with the Lord just in a service, where it was a youth service, and I remember standing around the back, worshiping the Lord, and I just remember feeling this overwhelming uh, presence of God's love for me, his peace for me. And I remember feeling that and and thinking, this is where I want to be the rest of my life. is just in this presence of God. And specifically, I, I thought about ministry in that moment where the Lord was shaping me and getting me ready uh, for youth ministry. And I, I was a teenager. And I remember that moment driving me to a place of desiring and seeking Him more. And I remember times as a teenager just spending hours in my room um, reading the Bible late at night um, because of those moments where I had these encounters like that at, at, at a church service. And I had these moments and it drove me to a place where I wanted to seek Him More, And this is what was happening with with Paul, is that he was being driven by this initial encounter with Jesus. It led him to a place of wanting more of Jesus. And he wanted not just an initial encounter. He didn't stop there. He wanted a life of encounter with Jesus. He wanted more revelation of Jesus. We see the psalmist say in Psalm 27, where he says that, "...my heart was saying, that the Lord was grabbing at his heart and saying, seek his face." And he responded in Psalm 27:8. he said, "'Lord, I will seek your face.'" So you see this desire that the Lord gets at, at his heart in the psalmist, and this is what's happening in, in Paul's life, and it happened in my life where the Lord was like, "'Hey, seek my face.'" And the only proper response to that is, "'Lord, I will seek your face.'" And it drives you to a place of just desiring and seeking him. And Psalm 27, 4 says, There's one thing I desire, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. And we see this in Paul where he gets away and for three years, um, where he's seeking the Lord on his own. And he's not getting into you know, ministry yet. He's just seeking and, and preparing his heart to, and, um, for more encounters, more of, of the Lord. And so I want to ask just again, if, if that initial encounter, if you've had initial, initial encounters with the Lord, is that, is that satisfying enough for you? Or do you feel the Lord telling your heart, seek my face? And what are you doing with that? Are you responding in the way of, yes, I'm going to seek your face? This summer, we've called it, uh, you know, I've named it before, uh, a summer of refreshing, which comes out of Acts 3. And in order to have a refreshing and and more encounter it takes your part to do this, to get away, to to spend quiet time away. Maybe you don't have the, um, you know, you can't get away for three years. Maybe you would like to, um, but, you know, three minutes a day five minutes, building that, 10 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, just building that encounter with the Lord and seeking Him, getting alone in the Word of God, it's not that hard. It's not difficult, and yet we're not doing it as often as we should be, and if you feel the Lord saying, seek my face, then respond with, I will seek your face and put your face in His Word. So Paul didn't stop, and I'm glad he didn't stop because uh he continued to encounter the lord and it and it drove him to a place of of life encounter with him, it drove him to a place of faithfully laboring for the Lord, and he wrote so much of the New Testament because of this faithful labor that he continued to seek the lord and so At the end of Galatians, Paul gives a warning to the believers. Um, He's telling them, you know, Galatians is a harsh letter. He's warning them the whole time, basically. But at the very end in Galatians 5, 7, he he says to them, you were running well. You were doing a good job running the race. You were seeking the Lord. But then something happened. Who prevented you from being persuaded regarding the truth? This persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little leaven Levins the whole batch of dough. He's saying, what went wrong? You had this initial encounter with the Lord, but you stopped. And so I'm wondering how many of us have just stopped. We've just stood still and not are not seeking more of him for, for whatever reason, because whatever's gotten in the way of, of the truth. But I wanna encourage you to look back at that truth that has happened, that encounter that you've happened. Reflect on those moments in your life. Maybe they were five years ago. Maybe they were 10 years ago. Maybe they were back when you were a child or a teenager. When you remember moments where the Lord encounters you, go back to that place and the Lord's saying, seek my face like you did back then. And let's do that together where we're seeking his face, where we're being refreshed in him. Because the Lord desires to encounter you more, desires more. Uh, we should desire more of him as well. Because when we do live this life of encounter, he's going to use us to, have, to be faithfully um, workers for his kingdom, laborers. And this is what the Lord needs. We need this. We need laborers in the church. We need people who are faithfully encountering the Lord on an everyday basis. Basis, we need laborers in the church to do faithfully uh, working the ministry out. So I hope that you are encouraged by this, and that it drives you to a place. Maybe this, maybe the Lord will use this podcast as a as an encounter that you're having with the Lord right now. That um, He's getting a hold of you, getting a hold of me, He's getting a hold of all of us in Maranatha Church, and uh, driving us to a place where we're seeking the Lord on our own seeking a place of worship on our own in his word. So I hope that you are encouraged by that and know that the Lord loves you and he wants to see your face. That's why he's saying, seek my face because he wants to look at your face. And so let's get along with the Lord. So Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Jesus, for these stories that we see in, in um, Acts 9 where we see encounters and transformations. Lord, we wanna be transformed by your face. We love you in Jesus' name, Amen.